Christian E's Hot Topic. That is so good. For those of you who don't know, Jared actually, when we recorded that sound effect, he did it in the background. I do voice work on the side. Way on the side. Way. Kind of a la carte. It's more underneath, actually, if we're being honest. Hey, everybody. Christian E's Dan Satchoff, Jared Burkholder. Jared, what's new? Topic. A topic. So, yeah, I think we're going to talk about the State of the Union, right? Yeah, yeah, the State of the Union is strong. <laughs> hey, there's nothing, there's nothing divisive about that. Looking there? forward to our podcast, State of the Union Address. You know, this year we went from uh, 80 listeners up to 81. Yeah, that's good. And we'll spin it. We will spin we'll it, spin won't we? It. Yeah. It's a good spin. I'm going to tear up the podcast, Dan. Uh, oh, that's right. What? No, just, for we don't need to, just for a second. No, it, what do you think of that? Just for a second. What do you, what do you think of that? I can't. What do you think I can't of that? do it. Come on. No, I can't do Come it. Come on. It was entertaining. I think it was reciprocal. He didn't shake the hand. She threw his speech. Come on. Okay, can I? Here's what I saw. And I may, I may I'm going to start doing this at church, though. If somebody doesn't shake my hand, I'm going to tear up the, the Grace <laughs> Weekly right in Will front you? of them. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> okay. I, to, it looked to me like he didn't see because he didn't shake Pence's hand. No, there was an eye like, flick. There was an eye. Was flick. there an eye flick? Oh okay, gosh. I don't know because I didn't. I didn't put that together until afterwards, Such and they started Rush connecting Limbaugh the dots. Fan too, aren't you? Oh, I am. The I golden am. microphone of the EIB. EIB network. network. He looks weird with a beard. He does. He don't looks you think? younger. He looks. Younger? I never thought I'd say this. I think Rush Limbaugh looks sexy with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh and with that everybody that's all the time we have well you know normally we tape in the morning and i'm i'm a lot more demure but now it's afternoon and i'm feeling feisty <laughs> jared's a little frisky everybody uh hey before we get started i thought maybe it would be good to delve into a christianese word of the day christianese word of the day Today's Christianese, for those of you not familiar, Christianese is a language unto itself. It is spoken in 86 continents in four countries. Very true. As Christians, sometimes we end up having the shorthand. that can be good for us, but maybe not so good for people listening to And probably also not good for us. Probably. You're right. Hey, today's is a, a phrase called, that's not my spiritual gift, which the <laughs> translation is, find someone else. <laughs> Jared, tell us what that really means. I just love that so much. <laughs> Because I've been on the receiving end of that, like, hey, would you come help serve meals to the homeless? Ah. Oh man, gosh, I lit I would literally, like, I literally would love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just not my spiritual gift. But I tell you, who who else could do that? <laughs> is not me. Oh, yeah, that's a phrase that's used yeah. uh, as a classic artful dodge yeah. when you're asked to do something yeah. that you don't want to do. Rather than just owning up to the right. fact that you, you, you don't like the homeless and they make you uncomfortable, <laughs> you find a way to blame the Holy Spirit. Let me just say it right now. I don't like the, the uh, homeless and they make me uncomfortable. I don't want to use two Christianese phrases. Yeah. Gosh, we got to... Let's do it. Go ahead. Christianese word of the day. We got to parcel them out, but here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, a similar way to have the Holy Spirit do your, your dirty work for you... Uh, and I think I've alluded to this before, is in high school, yeah. if you're a thriving youth group member, dating yes. another member of your youth group, yeah. and you come to a point where it's just not working because the lighting changed and you're not as attracted to them yeah. as you were before, right, right, right. you can go, yeah, um, I, I really think we should, should break up. I know this is really hard. I'm just so thankful for what I've seen in you. Um, but also, I just feel like this is what God's calling us to, is to be a part of it. So it's really the Holy Spirit's fault that you're breaking up. It's not, wow. <laughs> I would still like to be dating you, but yeah. God visited yeah, yeah, yeah. upon me in a vision and told me, you got, she got to go. So You know, the thing that 
But I have to say, the thing that you do that sells that really well is the change in tone. So you go from mm. up here and kind of a resonance everything to down here. And you've well, done that before, but that's that's the key, isn't it? And you gotta make eye contact. And yeah. if you can cry, it helps. Mm. It helps. One single um, tear? As a man who dated all of Ohio <laughs> during my high school, uh, I know a thing or true? two about Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And is when, that when the we blow like, off you would give? The first time I took Janelle to Ohio, I was like explaining all my former, and it was basically like, who didn't you date at this church? Like anyone? Even the 80-year-olds? All the widows too? You got, I love yeah. it. So. Oh, young Burkholder, that's amazing. Yeah. Hey, you know what I was thinking today since it's a hot topic, and this may go completely south. <laughs> you want to try to call our friend Brian? He has no <laughs> idea. I have not pre-planned this. Who? Brian oh, Irwin, Brian whose Irwin. name is still in the beginning of yeah. this podcast. Oh, every time we have a guest on, I think like they're thinking like, "Who's this Brian? Who's guy? Brian? Brian's passed on. He's locked in the closet." That's right. Um, Let's do I it. just thought it might be fun. This is so. uh, without warning, right? Yeah, this is absolutely without without warning. So, um, parents, you might want to put your children away. There, there, there could be some. Yeah, untoward speech here. But before we do that, I think it'd be nice. We had some dialing music. Yeah. So maybe I'm just gonna go ahead and do that. Oh, Let's see if Brian's my around. Gosh. Call Brian. Did Irwin. you record this? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's see who's picking up today. Trying to call Brian Irwin on the telephone. There's the there's the dial tone, not the dial tone, the ringing tone actually. He may not answer. Oh, is everything okay? Um. Brian Irwin, this is Dan Zadjob and Jared Burkholder. Hi, Brian. We're currently recording Christianese, and we thought for the heck of it, we would try to call you live as we tape just to see if you're still alive. We're doing it live. We have some dialing music in the background. You might hear it. I think it sounds great. Thank you so much, Brian. We really appreciate that. Not not the music, Jared's voice. (laughs) Oh, Brian, (laughs) it's so good to hear your voice. How are you, brother? Um, Wait, is this what this show is about? You and I are related? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought I, this I finally was the time the news, to finally do it. Yeah, is you, me, and Rush Limbaugh. We're uh, all, we're we swabbed triplets. the mic you used to use, and we got a sample. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we created it in the lab. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, guys. Uh, unbelievable to hear from you guys. This yeah. is unbelievable, you guys. This you know, is great. Hold on, let me, let me, hold on, hold on. Let me tell my dogs. You guys call. Dogs. Okay, okay. Guess who's on the phone? What? Okay, dogs are thrilled. All right, anyway. <laughs> it's been, you know, we just got to thinking because we, your name is still at the top of this podcast and the announce, and we thought, well, you know what? We we really need to reconnect with Brian because I know it's hard. It's hard to get people in the same room. It's hard to do stuff. But now that we have this fancy new studio and everything, we can call people and actually run it through the board, Brian. Brian, we have a fancy new studio. I told Brian about it. Brian's going to use it probably with Anonymous, aren't oh, you, Brian? Yeah. You I, I am, but but you might want to take it down a notch on calling whatever area you're in a studio. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we all know well, we moved it. Now we just sit on Dan Dan's bed, cross-legged, so it, it's fine. <laughs> I actually, I I took my Chris old cross Appleton. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. I took my old sauna and we turned it into an actual studio. Do you have an old sauna? Well, that yeah. would be legit. Yeah. How, wait, what's going on? Hold on. Hold my on. daughter just came in the room. What's going on? Player number three is out of the room. Here we go. And my dogs, my dogs just finally realized who I was talking to. <laughs> yeah, get the computer. My daughter. Speaking of speaking of fake studios, Brian, my daughter just came in to get the computer out of our studio. Thanks, Daisy, for blowing the illusion. Yeah, right. Thanks, security. Oh, jeez. Ah, sick. The grand illusion. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now we're dating ourselves, aren't we? Hey, because Jared just gave me this look with this glazed over look like, wait, sticks the grand illusion? What is that KS? He oh, said the band sort of, from yeah, the, the band. 60s or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. I've heard okay, of that. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brian, what's up with you, man? We miss you. Sometime we would love to have you come on and do a real show with us. But uh, is everything good with you, man? Our listeners want to know. We, we get asked about you all the time. Give us the Brian report. Well, how long has it been? It's probably been about at least three beers and two pairs of glasses ago. So, at I mean, least. Yeah, I mean, everything. <laughs> is that your oh, single, yeah. is that like your that. single, Brian? Your new country single? <laughs> yeah, three beers and two glasses ago. Woo-wee! Sweeping the quarter. Yeah. Uh, and no. my truck. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? What's going on? Uh, gosh, I don't know, guys. Uh, I mean, you probably, you literally just caught me in between some form of sports activity. So you picked this perfect time. You still coaching? Uh, yeah, probably way more than I should be for my, uh, my mental health. But yeah, I am coaching. Tanner or Elliot? Which, which son? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And which sport? Football and baseball. Oh, oh my wow. God. Now, it's baseball season now, getting ready for it, so you guys are probably in, in the heat, yeah. aren't you? Do you and do, like... ball and oh, badminton oh, wow. and... <laughs> Lacrosse. <laughs> and jarts. <laughs> jarts. <laughs> do you do, uh, like, off-track betting just to kind of make it interesting on all your kids' games? Funny you should say that. Jared, jarts is a game that we used to play in the 1970s. <laughs> uh, While listening to Sticks? Yeah. Well, let's see to the Grand Illusion. Um, oh. Yeah, good call. Um, <laughs> good, good call back. Oh, my God. I didn't know what we were talking about. Journey, it doesn't matter. Hey, everybody, this is Brian Irwin. Yeah, oh. okay, that's it. That's the name of this <laughs> that's segment. It. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Guys, we're just going to keep introducing him over and over again and see if we can get a new topic every time we reintroduce him. Let's try it again. Everybody, Brian Irwin. Hey guys. There we go. There hey, we it's go. Good it's like shaking the eight ball trying yeah, to get a new, exactly. new thing here. No, dude, we uh we we seriously people ask all the time and it's really interesting to have uh to have you on. So we wanna we wanna try to get you on when you're free. And now that we could do it via phone and I know it's a pain for you to get over uh the two ten to get to us. Yeah, over the hill yeah. as it were. Uh, we would hey, love to have you on, man. I'm only 51. Calm down, everybody. Wow, are that you? Was a, you that, was an, that was an over-the-hill joke. <laughs> hey, everybody. And also, when you, say, when you say people were asking, you mean no one, but you guys just wanted to talk to me. No, no, honestly, lonely. honestly, I've had, uh, we got an email this week, because last week we had an actor on named Nicholas D'Augusto, who's a secular humanist, which will mean nothing to you probably, but he was formerly Catholic, no longer Catholic, but we ended up talking and had a good conversation back and forth, and people were like, hey, I remember when Brian used to kind of push back and have talks like that, and we were like, yeah. Absolutely. When he was the resident pagan, yeah. Right, now we exactly. have to, Now we have to call other people, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> What did you call it? A secular what? Secular humanist. Uh, okay, that sounds like a character from like a Star Wars thing or something. It originally was. Yeah, Jar Jar Binks was originally called secular humanist. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how that goes. Um, so baseball is going good. Football is over. What was the? What, how did you do on the season with football, Brian? Uh, two things. One, I never said either one of them was going good. And second of all, it's California. <laughs> yeah. And it's year round. It never ends. Oh, jeez. Oh, really? Even with football? Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Football's the flag football's the new money machine. Flag football is the new is the new soccer. <laughs> so everybody plays it now. Flag football's the new <laughs> you soccer. You heard it here first, people. Hey everybody, you heard Get it. Get it on the ground floor of flag football. <laughs> Flag football's the new soccer. Oh, my gosh, man. Well, yeah, so everybody's dipping their toes in the water, so they actually have four seasons of it. The only one we don't play is uh, is summer because I think you've got to be out of your mind to play any sport in the summer in Southern California. Yes. Um, if, 
you want to breathe and uh, live. I'm just disappointed you're not coaching a travel team as well. I do. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Not football. Baseball. Oh, Where do you travel to? Nowhere, actually. So technically, I shouldn't call it a travel team. I should just call it a weekend playing team. (laughs) Thank you. That's Brian. We 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 technically don't travel because we don't really want to. It's not not a hyper one. (laughs) (laughs) We don't travel because we don't really want to. I can get behind that for coaching. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's a little bit more chill than that. It's like it's not that intensive, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, it's just more of a, uh, in all seriousness, it's, uh, it was designed to, to to have the kids have a good competitive experience without burning them out and grinding them into the ground because, as we know, um, you can get caught up in that stuff and sports can become everything and the all-powerful and, like, it's all about sports and your whole life becomes about sports and then your kids grow to be the age 15 and hate you. So it's like, yeah. you have to be real careful. That sounds like the American yeah. dream, what you just described. So Yeah. 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 Um, uh, would you say that sports can become an idol, Brian? Mm. Mm. Uh, a what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just, I was throwing some Christian buzzwords at you to see if, if sports can become an idol. What does that mean? Explain. Okay. Hey, listen, I'm all about learning new buzzwords. So please, by all means. All right, Jared. Oh, well, you put me on the spot here, Dave. <laughs> You see, Brian, uh, an idol is something that we would worship instead of God. So it takes the place of the ultimate or the divine in your life. Would you say that sports what? has has the potential to do that? Oh, absolutely. I, I was just gonna I was gonna turn it back on you and say, what are some of the most common things that you see that uh, see that happen with career? Yeah, I think okay. comfort can be an idol. I think you comfort. can you can prioritize comfort over anything else. In comfort? Fact, you mean like snuggling? Spooning. No, I don't Spooning. mean snuggies. Yeah, Spooning. Uh, Spooning? yeah. yeah. That can no, uh, it can be anything that in, in, you know. For us, it would be anything that uh, becomes overly important and takes our, our our focus away from God. So it could be, uh, it actually could be a family member, it could be a friendship, it could be a relationship, it can be all kinds of things. Yeah, it can be bad things or good things that that just nudge God out of the the place of ultimate in your life. Yeah, man. Well, okay, we so get really what it, it so it's 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 more. It sounds to me like well, some of these, especially when you're talking about humans, that that seems to be more of an obsession. The same word, or that would that be? Would that fall in line with the same? Could be, yeah, it could be. I think it's more about. Um, man, it's the end of the day, my brain just doesn't work. I know it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. especially. Yeah. Um, it's more about kind of. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Jared just <laughs> dropped some acid right before we started recording. Wow. Oh, that's it. So that's what he idols. Yeah, exactly. an, it is an idol. That's yeah. an idol. Yeah. No, it's more about it. It forces God to the side because this is now what shapes your priorities. It shapes how you spend your time. It shapes how you spend your money. It shapes what you think about. Um, Politics can become an idol. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I was going to say. I mean, you guys got me on the blower. I would say that probably the, probably the two um, worst forms of it are probably sports and politics. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I'd agree with that. I would I really agree absolutely I would, with that. I would say politics more than sports just because the extreme opinionation, the ability to be extremely opinionated relating politics doesn't really match sports because after a while people are like, yeah, you're, it's, I could care less. You know, the baseball, or baseball, not baseball, but like any specific sports team, I think that's, that's a little bit more regional when, with the obsession, mm, but yeah. politics is a little bit more uh, across the board and can get very radicalized with a lot of people, which is why I stay off Twitter. But 
No, absolutely. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, though, Brian, because given the, <laughs> the, the week's news here, I think we're at a, a really unique point of coming together in our country, and I'm, <laughs> I, for one, am encouraged. <laughs> ah. Ah. Oh, hey, everybody. That's hold Jared on, I got one more. I have, hold on, Jared. I have one more third. I have a third fake laugh. Ah. All right, I'm out. I'm, 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 out. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I got all three. Did you get them all out of your system, him. there, Brian. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Well, I'm. I'm glad that you uh, were available. First of all, I didn't think this would work. I thought there's no way we'll get him, but we wanted to at least try it. And now that it's actually worked, we're just gonna we're just gonna crank call you all the time. Sometimes, yeah, we may ask you if you have Prince Albert in a can, and right. you know, then you'll know it's us. Right. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. What happened in this show that it got so bad that you had to call me? Well, do you want the truth? Yeah, so Jared should probably tell me. Yeah. Yeah. No, we we just hit, well, we hit rock bottom. So Dan and I were living on Skid Row for a while and just kind of talking into tin cans, pretending we were taping, and, and we realized, yeah. you know, you know what would turn things around is Brian. Is Brian. Yeah. 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 So here we are. No, absolutely. I'm telling you, nothing did. It just it, one one of no, the. No, we've catalysts. been talking about this for what yeah. the last year. We probably say it every like it's probably been what nine months. Maybe it's been a year since we've we've had you in. But it, periodically, it does come up in that you know. Also, too, part of it is like Jared and I went through a phase, and I'm sure you've done this with Hollywood Anonymous, probably, where you either have guests that are uh, you know more interesting or, or less interesting. But sometimes I don't know if you and Huck have ever had this thing where you end up just talking to each other all the time and. Not that we don't enjoy talking to each other, but I think if you're listening to a podcast, it's also good to hear a lot of different opinions, disagreements, agreements, laughter, whatever, but it just, it, it, it varies it, and that's one of the great things about you is that you're a good conversationalist regardless of where the conversation would go. It was always interesting. It made it interesting for us, and I think then for the listeners, too. I think we, we've had yeah, a few... Yeah, we got so tired of hearing each other's voice that we just had to... Exactly. We had to fold other people in. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and What was today's good. topic? It's a hot topic. Have you ever heard our hot topic sting? You haven't been here for a while. Let me play you the hot topic sting. Wait, this is just a hot... hot topic. Yeah, every other episode we do a hot topic, and then of course we close the episode with this. Hot topic. But but don't be confused, listener. We're not done yet. Exactly. Yeah. So don't be confused. But yeah. So that's uh, this is our hot topic, and we thought for today, hot topic can be anything. So today we're like hot topic. So what do you want to talk about, Brian? Yeah, Brian. Presuming you, you have more ask, time to give us. I want to ask. First off, I just want to say that um, um, I think it's great that Jared is still around. Jared, I think you're I think you're really important to Dan's life, and and I know that uh, you know you, uh, uh, guys like you can come and go because of because the nature of your business. So the first off, that's really exciting. And I'm I not can, going I anywhere, Brian. I appreciate that, but I'm not. Uh, well, well, you say that, but still, I'm not going anywhere is, today. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's now it. That's our boy. Yeah. Um, but no, I do have a question for Jared. If I may, from the back, over the room, mm-hmm. um, we talked about um, what? What did you call it? False idol? No, what is it called? Idols. 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 So, going back to the the, the the political thing, because of the nature of what you do, you see it on both sides of the aisle, right? So, yeah. how do you how do you deal with that? Do you, or do you stay out of it unless somebody asks? you and how and what advice would you give to somebody if you feel like they they have moved or they have integrated improperly the two if that makes any sense i know it's yeah. a very vague question no it does it how, totally how, makes how sense. does somebody how does somebody like you um work work with that or not work with that depending yeah i mean i think 
uh, without blowing too much smoke up your butt. I think our conversations have were, were helpful in that. I think just to hear your perspective and and to really have reinforced many many times that we talk just about how a lot of perceptions that people have about Christians are predicated on on Fox News or or other Christians who might rep them, represent themselves politically and conservatively. Um, and and you know if you can think back a year ago to the conversations that we had about that trying trying to communicate, there are certainly you know Christians who represent themselves that way, but there are are many who either don't hold that same viewpoint or they hold that viewpoint just with a, a different, hopefully a different graciousness and a different sense of compassion and empathy towards those who are different than them, rather than kind of the vitriol that we can see on some of the, the major news outlets. Um, but how so, do you get, if you, but if you're faced with someone like, like remove like the Fox News thing and, and just like, you know, the, the world, the, the, the digital world around us, um, and localize it a little bit for me and just explain to me that with, within your own community, when you see people that are getting too caught up in that and you feel like, and like I said, it's not necessarily one side or the other per se. Um, and I say that because I, I know how you feel about certain things. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily categorize you that way either. I just, what I'm saying is how do you, how do you discuss with people how to maintain a, a, a healthy and proper balance and not abuse the belief into another set of beliefs that, like you say, that create the, uh, the, the idol, if you will. How do you, yeah. how do you deal with people like that? And, and do you engage in that or do you have to wait for someone to come to you and, and say, listen, I'm struggling with this? No, I think uh, I'll, I'll answer the second part first. I, I think I, I don't run around church. You know, when I see people post politically, I don't run around church trying to police that. Um, I, no, I make it a general policy not to radical not to police, you know, the, the Facebook community in general. But I, I think what I want to do from a Christian perspective, what I want to call people to is we have a higher allegiance than to that. So let's say you have a Christian who is a is a vitriolic Democrat or a Christian who's a vitriolic Republican. They, they just they hold that very stringently. Um, one of the things that I'm really concerned about, particularly my role at Grace, is to help people understand. Um, you don't want to lead with that, right? So the thing that you don't want to be most characterized for as a Christian is the fact that you're a Republican or a Democrat. Certainly have convictions and hold those beliefs. Um, but Paul talks about in Philippians chapter three uh, that our citizenship is in heaven. And so ultimately, if you if you believe the testimony of the gospel and the teachings of the Bible, um, then you know without being escapist in this, this earth isn't our home. And so while I am an American citizen, uh, my primary identity is not as an American. And so I should be able to step back as a Christian and think about the fact I actually have more in common with a Christian in Algeria than I do with an unbeliever who is my same political party here in the United States, right? In terms of the things that are, that are ultimate, that, that are my core convictions, um, the things that really unite us and bring us together, it's not, uh, it's not primarily being homogenized politically. It's that we have this allegiance to our king, King Jesus. I'm, I'm actually talking about this weekend. I get to preach this weekend and I'm talking about that a little bit that, um, and I'm talking at our student conference next weekend about, about what it's like to, to get along people with people who are different and talking about how there's a natural proclivity that every human has to be with people that are just like them. And Christians, unfortunately tend to capitulate to that and the calling and actually God's design is that people from every nation and every people group would be brought together into his church. And actually the beauty of God isn't seen in homogeneity. It's seen in diversity, right? And so what unites us in the face of diversity is not political allegiance. It's not commonality. It's not hobbies. It's not the fact that we all live in the same zip code. 
Um, it's that what we believe in, in the innermost at our core uh, unites us, right? And so we can actually get along in the face of lesser disagreements because we have a higher order of agreement. So what I would encourage Christians um, who, are, who, are, who are very active politically to consider is when you're talking to other Christians, even if you disagree with them politically, you have a higher allegiance and a higher set of unity. And so you need, you need to see your disagreements in light of the higher unity that you have. And towards people who are not Christians, what you most want to represent to them is the greatness of King Jesus, not the greatness of President Trump or the awfulness of President Trump, right? To lead with either of those uh, towards the non-Christian community is really to, to jeopardize your ultimate allegiance and your ultimate purpose. And so I think there's a really compelling reason to dial it back, uh, whether it's personally or on social media or something like that. So that's how I would address it. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, and, and I ask it because obviously we're in a year where that stuff gets going to start ramping up and it's going to get pretty yeah. worked up. So I'm yeah. just curious um, how you lay the foundation or the groundwork for people as you ramp up into certain years where it's more escalated than other years. And and what are some of the key things that you remind, like I, what you said, all of that totally makes sense. Are it, it, Is that kind of the, the, the same thing that you do? Do you constantly remind people like, hey, be careful here, don't, don't find yourself constantly identifying as one thing outside of what really matters. Because I, I you know, even though you guys know that, um, you know, I'm agnostic, I do appreciate the fact that there, it, um, it, it, uh, it, it, hold on one sec, but it, um, it centralizes the idea versus putting it on the right or the left. If that makes any sense, that's kind of what I got out of you. Right. It's like you're recentering people and say, whoa, 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 it's not all this, it's not all that. And it's not even so much a, a center of the aisle kind of thing as it is. We just have, we have a, a higher priority. And so we have to see, and this really goes back to even the, the, the wider issue of what the Bible would talk about idols, right? What calls me to something bigger than simply my own comfort. Um, and we're not like ascetic. We don't eschew comfort altogether, but what, what calls me to something bigger than comfort is the fact that I'm not home yet. Right. So I'm, I'm keeping my eyes on heaven and living towards that direction. What calls me to something bigger than my career is that I have a higher allegiance and a higher calling than, than simply my job, right? And so what, kind of anything that you would put in that category of an idol, I think there's a sense in which that same principle calls us beyond that to something better. And I think the problem for a lot of Christians is whatever side of the political ideological spectrum they're on, they tend to throw that idea away when it comes to politics because there's a conflation <laughs> or a confusion of politics and our religious identity. And like we've talked about before, it's just ultimately unhelpful. Uh, that's not to say, I really don't think, you know, some people say, just leave your religion at home when it comes to politics. Well, that can't happen, right? Politics yeah. is essentially a moral viewpoint on the world. So what you think religiously and morally is going to shape the way you think politically. But we shouldn't throw the Bible away for a Christian. We shouldn't throw the Bible and the gospel and Jesus Christ away and then just lead with politics as if none of those things were true. Yeah. What would you, what would be your your take a breath moment for someone if you feel like, hey, look, if you see yourself getting too caught up politically and putting that above everything else, what would you say to them? What would be the one thing you would say, hey, you know, recenter yourself and this is the way you can get back to where you really should be if you're going too far one way, what would be like something you would say to somebody that would be really helpful for them? Yeah, probably like essential oils, of, you know, like if you do thieves <laughs> behind your knees. <laughs> No, uh, I mean, I you, think it, I, you mean CBD, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Neuro, the gummies, yeah, right. Gummies, the um, gummies. <laughs> I think it's really just calling people back to you. Say you believe this, now live like it's true. Yeah. Right? So if you say you believe all all the things that the Bible teaches, all these kind of foundational truths, 
then you're denigrating those truths with the way that you're living life. And this is like the beauty of of the church is that we lovingly do this to each other all the time. There's always a gap between uh, ideologically what we believe and practically where we live. That's true right. for every person. Right. The goal of, of growth in the Christian life is by God's grace to see that gap shrink, right? So that my life becomes in greater conformity to what I say I believe. So I see somebody who's just vitriolic uh, online or in person about any particular uh, ideology, then what I want to call them to is, hey man, you say you believe that you have a higher identity and a higher calling. Just live like that's true, right? So right. so tone it down. But it's really, uh, I'm not telling them to believe something they don't say they believe. I'm, I'm asking them to to live out what they say they already believe. And I think part of that too, I would add, would be being immersed in what you say you believe. So whether that's reading scripture, I mean, you know, uh, for me, when I get off track, it's because A, I'm not, I'm not going to church or I'm not engaged with people who will be honest with me and give me that kind of advice. But also I'm not reading God's word for me, which is a good the ultimate roadmap, and when I get too far away from that, it's real easy to say, "Oh, I identify as a Christian or whatever." I spent most of my life doing that in my until my thirties, you know, right. saying, "Oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I didn't live like that. I still don't live that perfectly, absolutely." But like I, because I wasn't reading, I wasn't going to church, and so I would say that that's the other thing is you got to tell people, "Hey, if if you do believe this, why do you believe this?" and ground yourself in all the basics again, you know? Right, and the Bible talks about it in terms of a it's almost like a diet, right? Like if you yeah. eat only CBD gummies and Big Macs, then like you shouldn't be surprised what comes out, right? Or how how unhealthy you're going to be. And so, yeah, if you consume more Twitter and, and news media, Facebook, Facebook, than you do spending time in the Word and with other Christians and actually thinking about things that matter outside of that, then you shouldn't be surprised when you're just a vitriolic, destructive person. Right. So we call people away from that. I want to tell you guys something, and this is like, this is some crazy information that I think I'm going to share with you guys, and you can feel free to share with your listeners. Can we? But it turns out, stay with me, are you guys with me? Yeah. I'm, I'm it here. turns out, it turns out that if you actually go a whole day, maybe a week without social media and just go out in the world, you're actually a lot happier. Wait, it turns out, hold on, wait. I don't think I know, true. Brian. Brian, wait. I know. I don't. I know. I know. I know. It sounds crazy. I know. I know. What if something happens though, Brian? What if yeah. I miss out? What if my battery hear, dies? Hear me out. That is. You know what? That is a great point, Jared. Now, hear me out. It's going to be crazy too. Hear me out. It turns out that someone might actually say to you in public, "You know what happened today?" I know. I know. Really? I know. What? I don't think that's this, what kind of voodoo is this you're I'm talking, not talking about? To strangers. Yeah, I don't. I know. I I know. This is weird. I think maybe Brian's possessed. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, could be. Yeah. That's, wow. Really? Why is it so like? <laughs> I mean, we're obviously being facetious about that, but why is that such a, a such a weird hard idea? Like yeah. I tell people, I'm, um, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram, and people are like, oh. Do you have a problem? Oh, I, I don't answer? think this is a conspiracy. I, yeah. I, what I'm about to say is, is not conspiracy driven at all. I truly do believe this. It's aliens. I believe that, that we are rewiring our brains to be addicted to the information that we're getting. But the danger is, and I'm not saying that these things, I'm not going to go as far as some people in saying that, you know, the, these, these are evil corporations. I, I don't, I don't think that is what it is. You I think, think Mark, that Mark, we know, we, I just think we know the truth. We have to make a decision similar to alcohol or, 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 or cigarettes or, or marijuana or uh, Diet Coke. You have to make a choice going in knowing that there's a chance that what you're doing can be addictive and that it can rewire you. 
And you have to be real careful about that because that's really what happens to social media is it started with the addiction to likes, right? Yep. yep. And then but past that, they've, they, they've openly admitted that they're, and I can't remember if it's called logarithms or algorithms, dance bar, I mean, he probably knows which one it is, but the, um, that, you know, if you start clicking on one thing out of interest, it'll yeah. start spiraling you in that direction. Oh, and yeah. it, you have to be careful because that can skew your perception of reality if you're, hear me out, not living in it on a regular basis in the outside world. And therein lies the danger of it. And that's all. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's actually just c- common knowledge, you know. So Absolutely. you have to be careful how you consume it. That's all. No, I totally agree with that. I mean, I, I think there's too. there's been studies that indicate that the internet and our smartphones are rewiring our brains. Oh, yeah. You're getting dopamine hits from weird stuff. And endorphin rushes from likes and all that. And absolutely. And yeah. it's an escape, right? I yeah, mean, like, I, I struggle with this when I get home. Like, I, yeah. it's been a long day, and it's really easy for me to slump in a chair and just Sit get on my scroll. phone. Yeah. yeah which yeah, is yeah. ridiculous. Brian Irwin, as always, it is so great to talk to you. Thanks for taking time. I know you're probably in the middle of a million things, and like you said, this is the fourth coaching gig that you've had today, probably, and you got three more to go. But, uh, dude, it's great to talk to you. And can we can we call you again? And uh, and maybe next time we'll schedule it and, and talk yes. to you some more because it's fun, man. Two things. Who is this? And uh, number two, I'll lose my number. So, <laughs> Brian, super uh, good to hear your voice, man. Good that's, talking. That's Brian Irwin, everybody. Brian, uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Can I say, guys, it was great to hear from me. So I will see you guys later. <laughs> see you, pal. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. That was Brian Irwin. There he goes. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. That man. was great. Yeah. I've, good, uh, good to talk to him. I missed that guy. I really have. That was a great I've conversation. Really, we, we planned on what, a hot That's topic. what I miss. I mean, not only yeah. do I miss hanging out with him because he's great and fun, but he's just always up for talking about something meaningful. And it came up totally organically like we did not plan he didn't dodge stuff. the idol thing and i was I mean? kidding him about I know. that and he jumped on it because he wanted he's curious and we that's ended it. up talking for 30 minutes about that's, and awesome. that's the other great thing is he's naturally curious so even if we disagree on stuff and i think that's something that's good to model for all sides is mm. that like hey be curious be not afraid to dive in and talk about it maybe you'll find some agreement somewhere yeah or you just have a good conversation yeah that's cool too go figure yeah. uh hey if you like this if you didn't like it <laughs> email us <laughs> at blessingfilledhost at gmail.com the joker just came in the studio uh the blessingfilledhost at gmail.com we got some great shows coming up for you uh what's happening with you anything coming up on your end jared i know you're preaching this weekend buddy i'm preaching this weekend guys come to grace baptist church listen to jared burkholder preach yeah, and then I'm going to tear up my manuscript right there right there on stage. <laughs> All right, there it is, everybody. Jared Burkholder, Dan Sajjav, Christianese. We'll see you next time. Later. Hot Topic.